Hello and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I am here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news and analytics. So I had like an entire podcast planned out for you guys today, uh, which, you know, I still will get to. However, Amanda Stein, who is great and I love her, um, posted the lines this morning and has posted some more things since then, and I just feel the need to talk about it. So let's get into these lines, shall we? I'm sure you've all seen them, but I'll read them to you anyway. So first line is Halls, Hughes, Palmieri. Second line, Coleman, Zajac, Simmons. Third line, Zaka, Hishir, Gusev. Fourth line, Wood, Rooney, Hayden, with the extras being Boakfast and Brett. The defensive pairings are Severson and Subban, Green and Vatanen, Mueller and Tennyson, Butcher and Carrick. And we do not know who is starting in net tomorrow against the Coyotes, whether it be Mackenzie Blackwood or Corey Schneider. So those lines are a little, a little something new, huh? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, you know, I am sure actually. I, I don't feel great about it. Um, there are some things that I like about it, some things I don't. My main question is at Coach Hines, uh, what the heck? <laughs> what the heck are you thinking, buddy? I just don't get it. Um, I, see, I can like kind of justify it in my mind, just not enough. Like, I can see just like a smidge of where he might be coming from, and then the rest of me is like, but it doesn't make enough sense. So let's talk about it, shall we? Let's talk about uh, Nico being on the third line to start everything off. Uh, love that because I mentioned yesterday about how he's a very crucial part of the first line, and yet now he's on the third. So, you know, high five for me. Nailed that one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I have more problems with Hughes being on the first line than he share being on the third. I think Hishir and Zaka being on the third with Gusev is going to be something positive for him. Uh, Gusev is still kind of adjusting to North American uh, NHL style of ice players and play. And as I mentioned in my podcast yesterday, if you took a listen, um, he isn't the best defensively with the puck. So I think giving him two very strong players to play with uh, is going to be very helpful to his game. Uh, Hishir and Zaka both are pretty smart with the puck, uh, both offensively and defensively. Uh, I really like their puck play and their ability to move the puck and protect protect the puck. Um, So I think that that's going to help Gusev out. Um, So... In a way, you know, I can understand that. Hughes on the top line. I have nothing against Jack Hughes. Love him. Love that we drafted him first overall, you know. He's great. He's just getting his feet under him in the NHL, you know. Um, He hasn't had much time 
to really establish himself. He just got his first goal last game against the Canucks. So I think uh, this might just be a little too much too soon. I don't know if Hines like wants him with Hall. Um, I just, I don't, I just don't understand that one there. Um, I just, I think it's just, oh, I don't know, too much pressure for Hughes right now. Um, too much too soon in a way. He's still getting used to the NHL, uh, and now they're thrusting him into this one number one C position. Like that's a lot to put on an eighteen year old who has just played like only a few games in the NHL. You know, so I think that that is where my issue lies with that. Okay, so I have some feelings about that fourth line as well as both just berries being scratched or not scratched but the extra men you know so i want to take this time to read something that Corey masiak so sorry if i pronounced his name his last name wrong uh tweeted today which was uh coach hines quote on jesper jesper brett when he's playing really well, he has the puck. He's making plays with the puck. He's pushing the play offensively. His shot is a factor. Right now, I feel he's played okay, but we want to see more from him. Over the past couple of years, there have been these times when we notice him at all the time, and there are times when he goes into a little bit of a lull. We need to get him out of a lull now. We think he is a very valuable player for us, but he is one of those makes roller coaster motion. We need to get the valleys out of his game. Um, okay, so there's a lot there that I want to talk about. Um, so I just don't see how he thinks that Brat has these lulls in his game and John Hayden does not. Also... How do you expect a player to, you know, be able to, I don't know, produce more and kind of get out of a lull when you give him like six minutes of ice time? How do you expect any player to do anything with six minutes of ice time a game? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't see how his quote of justifies taking Brad out of the lineup. I think that Brad is a good player and I think he deserves to be in the lineup. I think he's a good, consistent player. Um, I don't see him in a lull right now. I see him getting like no ice time and that's affecting his game because he can't produce much with like six to eight minutes of ice time a game. Um, I don't know. Also, Coach Hines seems to be back to the defensive style of playing, which I'm not really a fan of because how are you supposed to outscore your opponents when you're playing defense the whole time, you know? And I know, like, logically, that's not what they're doing. But why is he putting the Bruisers line out over Brat and Boakfast, who can produce, you know? Why is he putting... John Hayden, who, you know, I, I have nothing against John Hayden, 
But why put him out there over Brat? John Hayden is, he can take a punch and he can throw a punch. And he can sometimes play hockey well. Uh, other times, he doesn't. How is that more of a roller coaster, or less of a roller coaster, than Brad? And you guys all already know my feelings on Miles Wood, if you listened to my podcast yesterday. Um, why is he in the lineup over Boakfast? I talked about this yesterday. I don't get it. Um, so this lineup really threw me for a loop. Um, I would love to hear all of your thoughts about it because I'm sure you all have a lot of thoughts about this. Um, I don't really have any qualms with the defensive pairings. Um, the only thing is Will Butcher and Connor Carrick, um, that's fine and all, but Will Butcher is on injured reserve right now, so... They kind of have to figure something out there. If they want him to play tomorrow, they're going to have to take him off or activate him off IR, um, which shouldn't be an issue. Uh, I just don't know if that's if he's ready. Uh, Obviously, he's practicing and participating fully in practice. Um, They just haven't said anything about taking him off IR. So I don't know what's going on there. So as of a few hours ago, Amanda Stein uh, reported that Nico Heischer uh, isn't yet available for tomorrow. Uh, Coach Hines wants to talk to the trainers before determining whether Nico Heischer will be available tomorrow against the Coyotes. Um, He's been practicing fully, and he made a statement about how he's been feeling better, uh, like, Monday, I believe. So I think that... I have a feeling that Nico will be ready to go for tomorrow's game. I think this week being so relaxed um, and, you know, having no games was kind of good for him to recover and let him not rush back in after his upper body rib injury thing. Um, And then Mackenzie Blackwood was sick and out for two days earlier in the week. Luckily, he is back and feeling a lot better. Uh, Again, we don't know who's starting tomorrow. So, yeah. I will tweet out as soon as I hear who is starting. I will tweet out who is starting, uh, whether it's later today or tomorrow that we hear. I have a feeling it'll be tomorrow. Um, But, yeah, I'll let you guys know. Okay, so let's take a look into the game tomorrow. Let's switch gears and look forward to the Devils game because we have Devils hockey back in the Prudential Center tomorrow. How exciting. I'm thrilled. Uh, It's been way too long. It feels like it's been 84 years since we have had Devils hockey. Um, It's like, honestly, guys, we just got hockey back. You give us like eight games and you're like, okay, bye. Like, no, 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 (laughs) don't do that. Don't do that to us. Uh, We're fragile here. So let's take a look at the point leaders for, let's start with the Devils, because why not? So the leader in goals right now is Kyle Palmieri with three goals, one assist, four points, and eight games played. 
He is also a minus one rating. Taylor Hall is the leader in assists and also the leader in points with one goal, five assists, totaling up to six points in eight games played, and he's a minus two. Um, that is a little different than um, the Coyotes' goals, points, assists, leaders, um, just because they just have a little bit more. Um, it's not that much more. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so let's go to the Coyotes. Um, Christian Dvorak is the team leader in goals with four goals. Uh, he also has one assist and five points. He's a plus six rating uh, in eight games played. Clayton Keller, who we all know is very talented and had his big contract signing over the summer, has zero goals. However, he has seven assists, totaling seven points for eight, with eight games played, and he's a plus minus zero. And then Nick Schmaltz is the team leader in points overall. He has nine points, uh, three goals, six assists, and his plus minus is a three. So if we look at Clayton Keller, who had uh, 47 points last year, 14 of them being goals, 33 of them being assists, um, I have a feeling he's going to get his first goal on the season very shortly. Hopefully, it's not against the Devils. Um, but I have a feeling he's going to be really hungry for that goal tomorrow. So the Devils just need to kind of keep an eye on him. Um, so what, what are the keys to tomorrow's game, you may ask? And I'm going to say two things. Consistency and confidence. So the reason I say these two things is because with the Arizona Coyotes, I've seen so many reports of them being like a new team this year. Like they're so much more confident and have all of this new energy to this team that they didn't have before. Um, so I think that limiting their confidence and building the devil's confidence is kind of very crucial for the very beginning of the game and to carry on throughout the game. Um, I think that I think that the Devils need to come out strong, and there's no reason they shouldn't. They've been off for six days. Uh, I think they should come out strong and kind of lay down the law right off the bat. They should lay down the pace of the game. They should be able to be like, this is our home. This is our game. Like, like do not let the Coyotes get set up within their own system. Do not let them kind of get their confidence up and get a quick goal or something like no this is the prudential center the devils live here this this is our home this is what we're we're playing our game now you know set the pace set the tone right away like they have to do that they have to limit the coyotes right away right off the bat i think the devils need to come out with their own set of confidence and i also mentioned the word consistency um, they need to be consistent tomorrow uh, within their own game. They need to be consistent with the puck. They need to be consistent in face-off wins and puck battles. Um, they need to stay with the puck at all times. They need to not give up on battles. 
they need to not just chip the puck into the zone and change like they need to drive that puck into the zone you know um I also think it's very important to limit the amount of penalties that are being taken by the team because if we look back at the Vancouver Canucks game they took seven penalties they had 23 minutes worth of penalties that is over an entire period worth of penalties that's unacceptable Granted, they killed all seven penalties, and, like, kudos to them. Something should be said for that. That's great. Keep that up. Keep that energy up. You know, like, don't don't take stupid penalties. Now, I know that might be hard to say, considering putting the bruisers line out there for the fourth line, um, but I think that limiting the amount of penalties uh, and staying consistent within their own game is going to be very crucial for them. Uh, Speaking of special teams, um, I think that, so they haven't been capitalizing too much on their own uh, power plays. And that's something that I think needs to change for them because, I don't know, when you do well with special teams, it really does reflect on the team. uh, Like it kind of reflects morally on the team, like how everyone's like feeling uh, about the game but it also reflects on the scoreboard if you're doing well in special teams then you're usually doing well in the scoreboard like so if the devils just can be a little more uh aggressive on their own power play like they are on their penalty kill um if they can just kind of stick with everything stick with the puck battles um, not give up so easily, not give anything to the Coyotes, I think they'll have a very successful game. So that's about all I have today to talk about. Um, I want to know, as always, your guys' thoughts and opinions on things that I've talked about today um, and on things you might want to hear me talk about more or talk about in general. Um, also, as always, send me questions. What do you have questions about? Uh, what do you want to hear me answer? Um, starting next week, I'm going to do a specific, like, mailbag day. Um, but this week, we're just kind of getting the ball rolling. I kind of just want to start getting our interactions with each other up. Um, and I want to start getting to know you guys and your opinions. Um, one more opinion I have before I go is so the plus minus stat I don't know how you all feel about it I will include it when I talk about like the point leaders um but I just I think it's a very situational statistic I don't think it should apply as harshly to every player now don't get me wrong if you're a defenseman and you're on the ice and you're a negative three like, that's probably not good. But, like, if you're a forward and you're, like, a negative one, I feel like that doesn't matter as much. Now, on the opposite end of that, if you're a forward and you're, like, a plus three, that's probably really good for you. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just think it doesn't matter as much as some people make it out to matter. Um, and it doesn't matter as much in today's game as some people think it might 
this, of course, is all my opinion. Everything I say here is always just my opinion. Um, I know that some of you guys probably love that stat, probably swear by that stat, and hey, more power to you. Like, nothing against that at all. So that's why I'm going to keep continuing to put it in uh, and talk about it when I talk about point leaders. Um, I just think it's essential to throw in there. I don't think that... I personally don't think that it matters too much, but like anything, that's one person's opinion, you know? Why would I keep that away from everybody when, like, most of you probably like that stat or think that that stat's very important? Um, like, I'm not gonna not include that stat, so don't worry about that. I just wanted to put my two cents in there, uh, let you guys know how I'm feeling about that. Um... So, yeah, so tomorrow you will be getting a late podcast for me um, because I'm going to wait until after the game and then I'm going to get my little setup and record a podcast kind of about the game, uh, a little look into the weekend, which, if, again, they're not playing this weekend. Um, they're not playing till Wednesday, actually, after Friday. Um, but I just want to do a little, like, you know, a little jump ahead look, like, what are we going to expect? Um, and a little recap of the game, uh, going to readjust, not readjust, reassess these lines and uh, see how they worked. Uh, maybe Coach Hines is going to prove me wrong and make me seem like a fool. Maybe he'll be like, just because Julia said something about this, I'm going to make these lines work now. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he'll end up line juggling and maybe he'll have some issues with it. I don't know. Also, we don't know who's going to be goaltending and I'm very curious to see who's going to get the start, especially after Blackwood's really good game the other day against Vancouver. Um, so all of that will be in Friday's podcast. Uh, it'll go out Friday night so you can listen to it over the weekend if you want. Um, sorry I won't have one for you earlier. I just really want to get one out after the game. Uh, I think it's more important than getting one out before the game because this has kind of been my preview podcast, if that makes sense. Uh, so that is it for me today, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, go Devils!